Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's show, we're going to talk about Jaden Reed and the situation with him getting charged with an OWI. And then we are going to talk about Michigan State's football schedule and the chances this basketball team makes the NCAA tournament. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, February 11th. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter. I am joined by my Jeff Jackson co-host, Matt Sheehan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's coming back, baby. That's right. Jeff Jackson back in the news. <laughs> Topical. Matt, how Topical. you doing? Good, Will. Good. Uh, just fantastic over here. Really nothing too much to add other than that. Other than I thought today was Thursday the entire day. But now that you're listening oh. to it, it's Thursday. I'm just going to get everyone confused going through my conundrum. So never mind. Just just go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tough. That's, Forget that's one, of the worst, <laughs> one of the worst feelings just in life. Is when you think all day, it is one day, and it's one day less closer to the weekend. You, you don't want to be on the wrong side of the equation, and that's yeah. what I'm on right now. Yep. The best feeling in the world yep. is being on the other side of the equation. That's like, that's comparable to you wake up, you're like, oh god, it's got to be like eight in the morning, and then you check your phone, and it's really four thirty in the morning. You're like, oh, I have three and a half more hours of sleep left. Like, it's oh, that's just two great feelings in the world. However, well, like I said, uh, I'm on the opposite end. Of the one coin of here, so the whatever. best things. One of the best things that's ever happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. I was in high school, and I woke up, and it was whatever. I, I'm a, I'm a bad morning person, and Same. I'm just oh, generally groggy. And you know, getting up for high school, for most of the year, it's dark out. Oh yeah. Yep. So I I wake up. It's dark. I get up. I go into the bathroom. I take a shower. I'm just doing my thing. Get out of the shower. Go out. Uh, back into my room, I get dressed, I put on my my clothes for school, um, and I turn around, and my dad is standing in the doorway. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm getting ready for school. He's like, it's one in the morning. <gasps> oh, my God. I thought you were going to say, like, five in the morning. Or <laughs> one in the mo- Wow. Up and at him well. Okay, because I was going to say, like, I knew where the story was going, so I was just going to say, oh, well, just start your day at that point, but one in the morning. <laughs> heavens. <No. laughs> heavens. <laughs> Completely showered clean, still had wet hair, wow. took all the my like normal school clothes off, threw my sweatpants back on, back to bed. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> it was out yeah. in an instant. It was just wow. like, the moment he said that, I was like, this is the most glorious moment of my life. I cannot no, wait. No, I, I can't believe you there. That's not an exaggeration, too. That sounds like the best day of all time. <laughs> that's that's big time. absolutely fantastic. Well, on today's show... Mm. We're going to talk about uh, the latest with this Jordan Reed situation, him getting cited or charged, not cited, charged with OWI uh, last year. And then we will talk about the football schedule because we didn't get a chance to do that in all the basketball hoopla last week. And then after that, I want to talk about where Michigan State sits in the current bracketology. We did a lot of bracketology last year, Matt. We've done less so this year. Yeah, uh, I wonder why, Will. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so we will... uh, do a bit of that. That's the plan for today. Show reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast, Matt. Yeah, that's true. True story. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Woo. Nice. 
myself. Okay, so uh, it was reported today because of an arraignment, and we can talk a little bit more kind of how that stuff sort of works because I know a teeny bit about it. Um, that Jaden Reed last July, July 18th, 2020, was cited by MSU police for operating uh, under, or not operating under the influence, operating while intoxicated, cited for an OWI with a blood alcohol content between 0.02 to 0.07. And he was arraigned yesterday, well, two days ago, as you are listening to this uh, in district court. Uh, that is, how much do you know about arraignments, Matt? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not the guy to ask about any any court-related things, man. Uh, okay. For it's better when, or for yeah. worse. Mostly for better, though. I don't know a lot about yeah. the court system. Yeah. Uh, depending on the crime and everything, like generally after you are arrested, you are then taken eventually to court for arraignment where you are formally charged, and then you enter a plea. And then you go back for a pretrial hearing where there's just, it's like a quick thing where uh, plea agreements will get discussed and sometimes they'll get sorted out then. Uh, and it's it's almost like a matter of fact thing. And then you go to trial after that. This isn't going to go to trial. Uh, this will be something that a plea deal will be reached. I would bet all my money on it. And it'll be some sort of misdemeanor type probation thing, if anything uh, comes of it at all. So, that's sort of where they're at in the legal process with this. The fact that this happened in July 2020 and the arraignment didn't happen until now um, is first a, a kind of an indication of the seriousness of it. Not to say that OWI isn't something serious. Any sort of drinking and driving is something that is to be taken seriously. Uh, and we all know that. But this isn't a situation where Jaden Reed... Was And I'm not doing this just because we think it may have happened to Xavier uh, Simpson. This wasn't a case of him being absolutely shithoused and crashing a car into a tree or something like that, right? Yeah, right. Or getting pulled over and blowing a .14, swerving all over the place, hitting a curb, stuff like that. Yeah. He, yeah, he got pulled over and because he was underage at the time and he blew anything, like that is part of Michigan State University Police's automatic rule that if you blow something below the legal limit under the age of 21, it's an OWI. So that's kind of where he falls in this. And again, I don't want to say it's not a serious thing, but it's lower on the seriousness scale than like something that I mentioned earlier, crashing a car. Yeah, being wrapping your 80s car around a, uh, a yeah. light pole, right? Yeah. Like something, <laughs> something truly, truly like extremely reckless and dangerous. This is just like, hey... That was dumb. That was pretty dangerous. And it's treated that way in terms of like severity and the scale of punishment. Um, and he posted a $500, you know, personal bond, pled not guilty, in and out kind of thing. So it's a lot of formality stuff just to go through this. And Michigan State knew about it. The football program knew about it. And I just want to quickly bring up uh, Charles Willekes and Luke Fulton's situation. That was a bit more serious uh, they're both underage as well, under the influence, and um, I don't think we ever got like a formal police report or anything like that, but there was uh, an assault or an aggravated assault uh, charge with them, assault and battery stuff, for starting a fight, for trying to fight a bunch of people while under the influence. Um, 
those two were suspended indefinitely from the team and are both no longer with the program kind of stemming from that. So I don't think it's a situation of like sweeping it under the rug and like, oh, it finally broke. Like, no, this is just like for this type of crime. Sometimes the legal process will will play out a little bit differently for underage people, for college students. It's a it's a Michigan State University police thing. It's not ELPD. It's not the Michigan State Police. It's not Ingham uh, County Sheriff or anything like that. Like it's the university police. So procedurally, it's a little bit different than um, what you or I <laughs> may be used to when we see things like that. And because of his age, because of the quote-unquote severity of the offense, the alleged offense, it's not really a surprise that there wasn't a huge tangible punishment for this. I know people want like, oh, suspended a game, like whatever. Like we don't really know what they did internally in terms of if he, I, I don't know. Like I don't want to say like had extra stairs to run or something like that because that's not really a punishment. Like maybe he was not able to oh, be with. That's a punishment. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that is. Hold on, let's rewind here. <laughs> yeah, sure, that is. No, but like maybe they suspended him from team activities for a couple of weeks, something like that. That would make sense for what this is. So that's the reason why it's popping up now is because the actual court process has started for it and the delay of it. Um, the the low level of his bond, the the level of charge where it was dismissed initially, um, but the Ingham County Prosecutor's Office reviewed it, and that's where these charges uh, have come from, and we'll sort of see what stems from that. I this thing just screams like plea deal, probationary type uh, yeah. punishment. Um, if he completes the the steps of probation off his record in two years, kind of thing. Like it's. A college kid getting in trouble, and it's stupid and it's dumb, but it's not something that is like. He's not going to go into Guantanamo Bay for it necessarily, right? Is is the only thing he's going to have to like? He'll have a suspended license and probation. Like, is it's no different than when someone threw a rock through someone's window and was like, "Oh shit, I just got in trouble." I know someone actually who did that. He got arrested. It wasn't a rock. He was drunk. Uh, he went to U of M and he was drunk. It was like his first week there. Um, and he was just oh, walking oh. down the road, elbowing out <laughs> windows and cars. Okay, well, you, you can't do that. Yeah. That's What do you do? Yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. annoying. Yeah. It's, it, it falls under the category of like a stupid college kid decision. And again, between .02 and .07, under the legal limit, had he been 21... It wouldn't have been anything, but because he was underage, that is an automatic, uh, yeah, whatever up, bringing yeah. of charges in this case. So I, I, I just want to know if this is also something that Iowa fans will cry about for the next ten years, like the Chris L. <laughs> Rucker playing situation. Like I, I, I just want to make sure they have fresh material for the next decade plus. Is that possible, <laughs> or, or no? Are they still going to hang their hat on something that happened like eleven years ago in a blowout uh, win? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, it's not I'll, even, I'll, I'll touch base with them soon. Okay. Yeah, it's it's. I don't even think it's on the same uh, level for that because I believe Chris Rucker. Um, that was a full fledged DUI. Yeah. Chris Rucker. Chris Rucker was in jail and then left jail and went and played football. That's called availability. Well, I 
That's yeah. all. I just want to chop that up too. That was a DUI, which is not the same thing as an O. Uh, a little more serious. Yeah, I, I don't mean to joke about this, but let me just get off that joke really quick. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Chris L. Rucker was released from jail on a Thursday and played football that Saturday. So that was a little bit, that was tough. That was a tough look. This is uh, obviously different. It was an offseason thing, and the punishment was handled internally. And this is the type of thing that happens, and punishments get handled internally for these types of things all the time, all over college athletics. Okay. That was Let's educational. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. No, that was nice. Yeah. I'm glad. Let's set the record straight here. Well, I mean, it's just, I'm not a law expert, certainly. Um, further than most people, and I'm most yeah. people, so yeah, I, I did some learning today. I've, I've covered many uh, court cases in my time. Oh, we know so, you have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would guess that uh, February 24th pretrial hearing either is the end of it, or we don't even get to that hearing, because there's no need for these things to clog up court systems. They move through these and process them with plea deals all the time. Whether it's a college football player or whether it's Johnny down the street, let's get it moving. Johnny football once again. We're not here to talk about him. <laughs> I, I just heard Johnny and uh, I saw the picture of him at the Super Bowl parade, and uh, my eyes did a complete spin in my head. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's pause here. We'll come back and talk about the football schedule and why uh, we think it's pretty damn favorable. We'll do that first. A word from rockauto.com. Rock Auto. If you got a car with four wheels, you should go to Rock Auto. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedal. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Well, I would, Will, if I sounded like this. Here, here, if I was a big clown. But you're not, so instead you're going to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by Home Field Apparel. The best, the greatest. They had dropped a fire oh my God. shirt today, by the way. The the, the Surf and Anteater, I, I believe it was. Yes, yes. That's that big time. Zot the Anteater, the mascot for UC Irvine. That's big time. Surfing. Absolutely incredible, fantastic shirt. Uh, Home Field, they do it all the time. They make incredibly comfortable, amazing, officially licensed collegiate apparel. Like Zot from UC mm. Irvine surfing a wave, or maybe you want a, a T-shirt with the Michigan State hockey script on it. That's a nice one. It's a fresh that. one. That's a classic. We got that. That's we nice. got a cool Sparty dunking uh, that you probably have never seen that logo before. They got a ton of stuff. Homefieldapparel.com. They have their vintage Michigan State line, which they dropped back in August, and it's not just Michigan State. You know, we got UC Irvine. We got mm. the directional schools in Michigan: <laughs> Grand Valley, Ferris State, Wayne State, UDM. And hope. Fire up Dutch. So go check it out, homefieldapparel.com. You can get 20% off your first purchase of Home Field Apparel gear at homefieldapparel.com with promo code on Spartans. That's one word on Spartans. It's 20% off your first purchase. Homefieldapparel.com, promo code on Spartans. February's Black History Month in the Lockdown Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Lockdown Presents More Than the Game. 
Don't miss this week's episode featuring Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball as they discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. There's a new episode coming next week, so go ahead and subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Matt, we got a schedule last week. Yeah. Hey, look at us go, huh? It's big <laughs> I just pulled up, so I have a tab open, FBS schedules, for okay. so I can have the schedule just right in front of me while we look at it. Helpful. And you know how there's like those um, auto-populating ads? Sure. All yeah. over websites, and sometimes it's like actual stuff, and other times it's like, you would not believe what happened after this picture was taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <sighs> there was one of those. And I just saw it because there's a a jacked, absolutely jacked old dude coming Mm -hmm. out of the the ocean. And this is what it says. I I figure I see this guy. I'm like, okay, it's something about testosterone, something about getting fit, be a man, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. 65-year-old man poops out 42 pounds. (gasps) Oh! Oh, that must have felt amazing. Uh, Wow, that's... (laughs) Good for over the course of like a day, like an hour, a week. I don't know. Very, good, good on good for him. Wow, that's. I'd, I'd, write, I'd write about that in the news too if I did the same. Sixty-five-year-old man poops out forty-two pounds. It continues. Wow. Free video reveal, reveals one nutrient to take before bed each night to fight off fat. Click below. I don't know if I want to take that nutrient like before I go. Motor oil, now. like I, <laughs> is it some Valvoline. I, 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 yeah, that's probably that'll probably do the trick. Just WD-40 straight down the tube. Just right there, yeah. Yep. Just bought funnel in and, and you're good to go, yep. Olive oil, that's his diet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, I know what to stay away from now. Because that just sounds scary rather than relieving. Oh, my God. I'm going to, I got to take a screenshot. Hold on. I gotta sure, yeah, yeah. Screenshot. Do, do what you got to so do. So I can send that for tomorrow's podcast. Okay. Is this conversation got... foreshadowing to the schedule talk or, or no? No, no. Okay. You know what? I don't know about you, but like. We knew the schedule was probably going to set up pretty favorably. We kind of knew that we knew there would be adjustments, but like, okay, we feel like we got some good crossovers. The non-conference, definitely a couple winnable games in there. Matt, I think this is a very, very navigable schedule. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yes, yes. When you're in the Big Ten East, this is probably as mm-hmm. good as you could probably get. And yeah. they've always had a pretty... Not weak non-conference because you still have Miami in there, but when you have West Kentucky and Youngstown State, like nothing yeah. changed there on that front. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's as na- navigable. That's one word I can never say. Navigable. Uh, as, 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 I'm not going to try it again. Uh, it's as good as you could hope for. It's, this is how you say it. Now, Teote. <laughs> there, <laughs> there it is. Not trying that one either. Yeah, I mean, so Youngstown, Western Kentucky, we feel pretty good about that in the non-con. Going to Miami... Sure. That's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, it'll be a fun trip, though. I can't wait to go. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Especially if De'Eric King... Oh, that's right around... My, okay. Uh, especially if De'Eric King is healthy by then. And all right, indications right. are he will be towards ACL um, in the bowl game, which sucks because he's awesome and fun to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if whatever... Ha- like, if he has a setback or he just isn't quite there yet or can't practice uh, and can't suit up for a game until, like, week two or something and he's rusty, like... 
you know, that would in theory make it a little bit uh, easier. Uh, but that's going to be a, a tough one. Going to Miami against them, even though they've kind of, you know, a little up and down, underperforming at time, given the talent on their team. It's still a team that will be loaded with professional talent. Play that high, up-tempo, Rhett Lashley offense. And if King is back to form, which you would think he will be, they're going to be absolutely cooking on that side of the ball. That one's going to be tough. But Nebraska at home, not really sweating that. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens with Nebraska. Is week four? Maybe we'll have an idea of what they are. But I, we, I we just got to figure out who MSU is going to be. Those the thing sure. too. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at Purdue, you know, any road game is sort of going to be tougher. But it's you know, Purdue and Illinois are probably the two most desirable, especially now that Rondale Moore is gone. Correct. Like, MSU made up pretty well in the crossover. Yeah, you got Northwestern. Yeah. They're going to be a pretty good team, especially if they return a lot of the players last year. Because last year's team had 19 returning starters. So, like, I, I don't know how many are going to come back on top of that. But I know Fitzgerald is going to try to get as many of those kids back uh, as he there possibly was, can. I, I think Northwestern's going to have a down year. I hope so. But, hey, I mean, uh, then again, what am I saying? I mean, we just beat them last year. So, never mind. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> they, they're, they're going to break in another new quarterback. Um, uh, tails all his time. Yeah, that's what their tenth <laughs> starter in the last ten years, seemingly, right? Yeah, and um, I honestly, I don't know. Is is Ryan Halinski scary? I I don't know. I, I don't think. Maybe. I don't know. I I I don't think Ryan Halinski is all that good. I I don't think he's better than Peyton Ramsey. We'll see. Uh, anyway, so you think they've done good there? Lost a bunch of people on defense. Patty Fisher's gone. That that hurts them. I think young that Northwestern. Yeah, it's on the road, but they might. Them or Illinois might be the worst teams. In, is it a home for Northwestern though? Because like Chicago is Southeast Lansing. Yeah, is is yeah. it is it really a home game for them? <laughs> yeah, they they probably should hope that there aren't fans allowed. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I'll just um, bar that. Even if everyone in the world's vaccinated at that point, if I'm Northwestern, yeah. I'm no, 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 no. We're, yeah. <laughs> everyone's everyone out. Everyone out. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a year for MSU to compete for the Big Ten East, but I think it's certainly a year for them to be like, hey, Make Indiana. Some not so fast, like have a chance at that. And definitely, you know, you get Michigan at home, you get Penn state at home. I think both teams should be better than they were this past season, but Michigan state should be better as well too. You get Maryland at home. That's going to be a winnable game. Like there's, there's seven or so wins on the schedule map. It's possibly seven or so wins on the schedule. Like there is, and I don't mean to be Mr. Poo Poo pants, but, uh, this team did lose to Rutgers last year. This team did yeah, get Rutgers smashed is, against yeah. Iowa. Like this team did blow a, a lead against Penn State. Like yeah, I know I mean, that this were... is a, a good schedule, and like you like to see Michigan at home. You like to see Penn State at home. Like Ohio State, who cares what that game is? That's going to be a thirty-point game one way or another mm-hmm. uh, for the next year or two. But like, I, like listen, yeah, like I, I know that we're, we're not supposed to sweat out Purdue, but like. I, Maybe a little worried about that. Maybe a tad worried about Maryland, um, who seemed to be all over the place last year. You don't know what Terrapin team is going to come to town when they roll in. So, yeah, like six or seven is probably likely. But I could see this going down to like three and nine, really. I mean, it's... Buddy. It, it depends on these new transfers, man. Like, I don't mean to put all these pre- all the pressure on like five kids coming in, but... Yeah, like MSU lost some kids. They lost Antoine Simmons, and like, okay, well, who are you returning? You're returning some guys that are nice, but it's the the 
the real difference makers is going to be Russo, Jared Horst, uh, Drew Jordan on the other side, maybe Kenneth Walker even like so. Uh, maybe maybe Kenneth Walker, the best player on their team? It could be. <laughs> maybe, maybe him. Could, I think you're... Could be. Is he going to be enough though? Like, is he going to be enough to, to make it count? I think you are discounting the the impact the transfers will make, especially on offense. Uh, much, much better at the quarterback position regardless. Um mm-hmm. If it's if Thorne wins it or if Russo wins it, it's going to be much more consistent than they got for much of the season uh, under Rocky Lombardi. The offensive line got better at the end of the season. They should be fine. They're bringing in another starting tackle who's going to start for them right away. Uh, if that happens and A.J. Curie comes back, Jarvis is going to kick inside. That's going to make everything even more better like it could be a pretty good line next year the running back room has been totally transformed the receivers have always been good they're gonna add a tight end in the portal I still think um I think there's a chance it could be a pretty decent offense next season it's gonna be a a, certainly a hell of a lot better and then on the other side of the ball we have to wait and see who they bring in as a transfer um I think they'll be mostly fine in the back end safety should be fine the front should be fine we'll see about linebacker uh, if they're able to add, you know, a quality linebacker to a quality defensive back or two and a quality edge guy in the portal, which I think they're going to have the spots to do after the spring uh, ball is over and, and more kids at the portal. And, and they're still, you know, recruiting some right now. There's a couple of kids out there that are really intriguing that are, you know, we'll see if there's any sort of pursuing going on there. Uh, I mean, this team has a chance to have like nine new starters next year, Matt. And that that's not new as in like, oh, a sophomore is finally getting mm, his chance right. to start. It's nine people that weren't with the program that are now on the team that are experienced players, some very good players that are going to be starting for this team. Like it, it's going to be a totally different team. I Listen, I, I, I know that. But also, like, there are some games last year. I go back to these games where it wasn't even a close game. I mean, sure. when, when they lost. Yeah. And so, like, will these trans? Yeah, they're going to be good, but are they going to be good enough to overcome, like, the big hurdle that they kind of left themselves? Like, again, don't get me wrong. Northwestern, that was a great win. Michigan, fun win. Um, but, yeah, there are some games out there that are still fresh in my memory. But, Will, let, let's – I'm going to keep it a stack right now. By August, I, I'm going 10-2. and two. Like, I, am, I, I will predict <laughs> 10 wins, like, by the time August rolls around the calendar. But right now, season's still a little fresh in memory. It is, and I'm not discounting them getting their tails kicked in by in, uh, Iowa and by Indiana and by Ohio State. I just think it's it's going to be a totally different team, uh, and that was year zero during a pandemic. It, it ah, people strange. forget that. People, people forget, forget that. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's going to be a great team. I think they'll be certainly more competitive, and they'll be more consistently able to play towards the level uh, that they showed against Northwestern, that they showed against Michigan, because there's good cool. football in that team. It was just once ever sporadic <laughs> sporadic yeah. yeah so i think they'll be able to consistently find that next season and uh yeah go from there all right let's talk about the bubble in the tournament and where the hell this michigan state basketball team sits right now first a word from bet online dot a g Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, Matt, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. So is golf. We got the Daytona 500 this weekend. They oh, even yeah. covered Matt. award shows, TV shows, reality TV. You can bet on almost anything 
You can imagine they have real-time updated odds and just the craziest props you will ever find. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you need is promo code LOCKDOWN, one word LOCKDOWN, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast, whether it's football, basketball, baseball. If it's happening in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Subscribe to Locked On Big Ten wherever you get your podcast. I will be joining Big Ten Ben on uh, tomorrow's episode. Bang. There yeah. you friggin' go, man. Look at that plug right there. Or if you don't like me, um, don't forget I said anything. Listen to Big Ten Bet anyway. Okay. Let's talk about brackets. Yeah, it's time to sit down with your children and talk to them about MSU on the bubble. Are are they like are they even classified on the bubble right now? Like I still think like they're still fighting their way back onto the bubble to begin with. Is that the vibe you get too or no? Yeah, they're not they're okay. not on the bubble right now. Okay. They are um Knocking on the door of the bubble. That's not where you want to be, but oh well. It's, this is where we are. We can't change reality. It's where we are. Yeah. All right. So I got Joe Lenardi up here, and then I'll read Joe Cook Sugars as well. Uh, so last four buys, Indiana, LSU, Drake, Boise State. Last four in, Stanford, VCU, Connecticut, Oregon. First four out, Colorado State, St. Louis, Richmond, Western Kentucky. Next four out, Penn State, Maryland, Syracuse, and St. John's. That was... Uh, posted Wednesday morning for Joe. Last four in Oregon, Stanford, Seton Hall, VCU. First four out, Richmond, St. Louis, Utah State, Western Kentucky. Next four out, Syracuse, SMU, Maryland, St. John's. Uh, Joe has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Big Ten teams. He does not have Penn State in there. He probably had them in like the next four out before they lost to Michigan State. Gotcha. And Joe also has nine Big Ten teams. Uh, so, yeah, Maryland is kind of the next team from the Big Ten right now trying to knock their way back into the tournament. And so that's going to shine a huge spotlight for Michigan State on that uh, that game in College Park in a few weeks. Uh, but that's where your Spartans sit right now. They're not in the last four in. They're not in the first four out. They're not in the next four out. They are in a group after that. With the likes of Penn State, with the likes of, I, I can't even say Kentucky, uh, Duke, I don't know, Notre Dame maybe, North Carolina, is Carolina in the bubble? It's just, it's a mess. No, Probably. Carolina's in. Carolina's in. Carolina's in. Okay. Yeah, they've been actually uh, playing a little bit better. Um, but that's where they're at right now, Matt. I know. That is where they're at, and we've talked about it. It's good news, bad news. Bad news or good news, you have plenty of chances to get back on the right side of the bubble playing in the Big Ten. The bad news is you have to play good teams to get back on the right side of the bubble. I will say this. Here too. I mean, you only got seven of these chances left. Eight if right. they go on with the Big Ten tournament. But Yeah. I will say, I think if they beat Iowa at home, that'll put them squarely uh, back on the bubble. They'll be uh, one of those next four-out teams or maybe even first four-out um, I know Iowa has sort of been struggling a little bit, but that's still 
going to be a quad one win if they're able to get it done. And it'll be a win over a ranked opponent. It'll be three straight wins. It'll be a game that draws them to five and seven in the toughest conference in the country, 11 and seven overall with non-conference wins against Duke and Notre Dame that aren't crazy impressive, but at least they're something. They're not losses. So I think this Saturday, Matt, it's a big one. Yeah, I mean, you got seven games left. Not all of them are must-wins, but yeah, this is probably going to rank near the top because, I mean, there, there's just a big optical difference between uh, being five and seven in your conference and also four and eight in your conference with a ten and eight overall record. I mean... And yeah, like we, we do talk about chances. Um, there are some chances in the Big Ten to get some big wins. MSU's had those chances, and they've gotten thumped in a lot of those games, Will. Uh, so yeah, like we look at the schedule. Okay, Iowa could win. Sure, they were close last game when they played Iowa City. At Purdue, eh, we all know we were close to that one. Uh, at Indiana, yeah, probably close. Illinois, eh, we'll see. Ohio State, eh, probably not. At Maryland, okay, maybe. Then versus Michigan, eh, probably not. So... Listen, the, the best win that is probably doable on the schedule is Iowa, if not them, if you're feeling saucy about it, Illinois. So, listen, I, I don't, I don't want to be the de- the debbiest of all downers here, but uh, I just don't think Ohio State or Michigan's going to happen. So, yeah, like you need marquee wins, you need them soon. Maybe Indiana throw some sizzle on that stake for the committee, but whatever. I mean, this is Saturday's got to gotta get it done. And also, Iowa's got to get it done, too, after that. Like, they, they suck this year, man. Like, they should be way better than they actually are. Are you kidding me? How how do you have the National Player of the Year coming back? Everyone on your team is 29 years old, and you are still not even remotely close to sniffing a Big Ten title. What That is an insult down there going on in Iowa City. Good God. Anyway, um, so we need to beat them on Saturday, and they need to start winning. That's what we need to happen. Yeah. Here's, where I, here's my path, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got the Penn State win. Yeah, it's yeah. ugly. It counts. Well, it's, it's a win in the column. Yeah. You beat a bubble team. Yep. Hurrah! Mm-hmm. One of home Iowa, home Illinois, home Ohio State, home Michigan. Get one. One of those four. I think if you get enough. two, you're in. One of those four. Get one of those four, and get Purdue, Indiana, Maryland on the road. Prove to the committee that yeah. you're not a basement dweller in the Big Ten, that you're actually more like one of these sort of mid-ish tiers. You're, in the, at the, you're not the 11th team in the Big Ten. You're the 8th team in the Big Ten. You do that by beating the teams that are currently there right now. Yes, it's on the road. Purdue, Indiana, Maryland, they're all on the road. No fans, different environment. Mackey isn't the same. Indiana's stupid arena is not the same. <laughs> College Park, anyone can win at College Park anyway. Uh, who cares? <laughs> Honestly, invite the fans for that game. Who cares? <laughs> They're all going to be close-ish in the sp- like spread games, like within four points, I would think. You should have already beaten Purdue. You know you can beat that team. You know you can beat Indiana. You know you can beat Maryland. Beat those three. Win one of your four games against your really good teams left on the schedule, and I think they're good. So sweep Purdue, Indiana, Maryland, and then beat one of Iowa, Illinois, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan. That gets you at eight and ten on the conference, and then fourteen, I think that, and that's too much math to do. Uh, fourteen and ten overall. I, I think, think that's that, enough. I think that gets it done. Do you know what I? Let me put my tinfoil hat on really quick. Um, 
I think what also helps too this year is that the NCAA lost eight point nine trillion dollars last year without yep. having the tournament. Um, yep. Your your team your 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 team that you're loyal fans of has some name recognition. Uh, you rattle off teams like Richmond, St. Louis, St. John. No one gives two you know what's about those teams. Hey. Whatever. Any way you got to get in the tournament, if you got to just lean on your name and your brand, fine. I'll do it. I, <laughs> and I will not apologize for it. So um, just got float anywhere near the bubble, and I like MSU's chances. Just please. Just just look competent on Saturday, please. I beg you. Yeah. Michigan State is still, like, 30th in Vegas odds to win the national title. It's absurd. They're right there. They're in the thick of it, yeah. It <laughs> it's absurd. absurd. When do you, quick question, when do you call it quits and say that, okay, it's not happening? Lost to Iowa, lost to Purdue? Like, is that enough right there? Or is it even like yeah. lost to Iowa, lost to Purdue, and then lost to Indiana? Cause yeah. I, yeah. If you lose the next two, then I think you got to win out or go four and one. Oh, and then, winning out's not on the table. And then, <laughs> yeah, and that's just not, yeah, that's just not going to happen. Like, no, 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 no. And then, like, picking up a win in the first round in the yeah. Big Ten tournament. They won't truly be like eliminated, eliminated, uh, save for the Big Ten tournament, until they lose like Iowa, Purdue, Indiana, Illinois. If they lose the next four, then they're officially out. Because even if they lose Iowa, Purdue, Indiana, in theory, you would have no trust they could do it. No, but if no, they no. if they went four straight ten the season, beat Illinois, beat Ohio State, beat Maryland, beat Michigan, they still probably get in. <laughs> I, yeah, listen, and that's a great hypothetical, but I had a hard time believing oh, no, they were going to beat Penn State the other day. So yeah, yeah. no, that's that's not happening. But like in terms of paths, the paths close officially uh, if they lose the next four games, <laughs> and not before that. And then you still have the tournament to make a hail mary run, which I'm sure will be great. But I th- yeah, I mean, you know what the most annoying part is, Matt? Is that Saturday's game is at two thirty in the afternoon? Is that it or no? That's one. Okay. But I was thinking about this. Had they just not gone to Evanston and, and shat the bed mm-hmm. first game, they're probably in the tournament right now. Can I also clutch on to my uh, that Virginia game getting canceled was detrimental to MSU's tournament chances they too? Because well. the boys were rolling at the time there. <laughs> at the time they were rolling. But now uh, that game never happened, and now that's a top 10 win that MSU does not have on their resume. Yeah, and yes, I am blindly chalking that up as a win going down it's to Charlottesville. Win. Yeah, yeah. It's a win. Yeah, you can't tell it's me otherwise. You can't tell me otherwise. I, I was thinking about that today. If they beat, have just beaten Northwestern like they should have, and, and honestly, Northwestern was playing well then. They, oh, they, sure, they were. They yeah. beat Ohio State in Indiana right after that, mm-hmm. then proceeded to lose 10 games in a row. Uh, yeah. Had they just beaten Northwestern? They'd be five and six in the conference, eleven and six overall. They wouldn't have any truly like bad losses in terms of opponent. They'd have some blowout losses, like the loss to uh, or to Minnesota is brutal, and the loss to Rutgers is is brutal. But they wouldn't have any like really. You lost to that team, like you know they would have lost to six really good teams. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are. That's all I have to offer. Just a despondent, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to preview Michigan State against Iowa. Matt's going to be doing, I think, one segment with Andrew Wade of Locked on Hawkeyes. Yeah, at least one segment. We'll we'll see how long we go. We'll see how it goes. And then Matt and I will uh, do our own sort of preview thing, and then we'll have Fade Friday 
as well. So tune in for that. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, trivia time. Well, it's trivia time. It is Thursday, February 11th. What former Spartans All-American was a 2019 College Football Hall of Fame inductee? Oh, who got inducted in 2019? Um... College football. It would no, because the Ring of Honor was twenty nineteen for Lorenzo. No, don't say anything. Um No, Gibby was who the hell was it? Frick. Um Oh uh, shoot. The anger is palpable at the other shoot. end of this microphone. <sighs> Oh my god. I'm gonna get this. Hold on. Okay. Alright. Hold on. Yeah. No. They were just inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame. Yep. Two thousand nineteen. It's a it's a fine year. Still precedented times back then, if you can remember that. Still precedented times. Times were were very precedented. You got this. Lorenzo White. The answer is Go green, Lorenzo White. Yes! Nailed really? It. it took that long for him what, to get in the College Football Hall of Fame? Uh, apparently. Apparently, yeah. What um, the hell? I know. That's, that's uh, an, an oversight on that committee right there. Yeah. Uh, Lorenzo insanity. White. Well done. Well done. God. All right, guys. Well, one day closer to the weekend. One day closer to day drinking a 2.30 basketball game. All right, guys. Go green. <laughs>